The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. This is Dom at home and Charles, you're in some sort of highfalutin lounge there, you high flyer. Oh yeah, I'm in the Virgin <clears throat> Lounge because I'm just a touring, I'm just a troubadour. Basically. The tribunal. Yeah. 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 Just going to inflict your extremely unsubtle brand of satire on more suckers. Although, can I boast? Uh, Always. Hobart, Hobart tonight, which is a couple of days ago when you'll hear this, um, sold out. Wollongong, sold out. Newcastle, a bunch of fuckwits who haven't sold out yet. So I love you sort of just mopping up the last few little bits of gravy I know. on this gravy <laughs> trade of yours. Good stuff. Well, if you're yeah. going out to see Charles, look, if you listen to the podcast, you know what to expect. Buyer, beware. Now, Charles, you've got some news for us. What's happening? Uh, well, okay, so there's the horrible, tragic, but very gruesomely fascinating story of the submarine that is stuck Oh, you're somewhere. not going to do that. It's, it's in no, the balance. We're not, we're not doing jokes about dead people. Let's I, point I, out that as, as we record this, it's in the balance. We don't know whether it's going to be found. Yeah. There's apparently still air. I think... I think it's going to remain in the balance for a few weeks, Don. By the time think, you hear this, it may yeah. have been resolved one way or the other. But how are we to know? How are we to know? But, but look, I don't want to focus too much on gleefully um, talking about, you know, people being brought down there by their own hubris. But I do want to say I think that this story is just almost the example of the perfect modern metaphor. You know mm. how the Titanic okay. was a, a metaphor for 1912, you know? Sure. So you had, you had thousands of people boarding this boat and all the poor people then drowned, <laughs> you know, because oh, yeah. it was this sort of gilded age and that's what you did to poor people. This this submarine, the, the details of this submarine is fascinating, right? Which let me just, this, let's, let's get on to that right after this okay. and see if Charles can bring it back. <laughs> One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So there's five people on board this submarine, mm. which I think is very much like nowadays. Like we've got this billionaire class who get to do things that nobody else does. Like whereas in 1912, at least the poor people got to get on the they disaster. Did. Yes, this now it's, time around, t- it's silly yeah. mini vehicles like Jeff Bezos's mm. Blue Horizon, mm. Branson's um, Virgin Galactic, which has already been cancelled, by the way. And then this <laughs> mini sub going down to look at the Titanic. Uh, didn't yes. James Cameron already establish the... Blow the trays of obscenely rich people going down to to gawk at a graveyard. Mm. Well, the, but this is to commoditize it and make it into a sort of tourism for billionaires, basically. Of course. And, and there weren't. It wasn't just one. It was widely reported that there was one billionaire on board. It wasn't. There were two billionaires on board, and arguably three, right? Which is so there was that British billionaire that everyone knows about. The second billionaire was a Pakistani oil magnate. 
right, who mm. last year they cleared $46 billion or something through their company. So, you know, not doing too badly. Sure. He brought his son along, who arguably is also a billionaire or at least a billionaire heir, right? Um, and then the other two people on board were the experts. I mean, one was the CEO of the ocean liner, but the, and then the other one was a, a scientist explorer guy, right? So it's essentially instead of just having a sort of thing that everyone gets to – Thing. It was very much – I think it's very metaphorical that it's just literally billionaires and experts were the only people who were even allowed to board this metaphor, floating metaphor, it's actually sinking metaphor. It's quite um, extraordinary, isn't it, to think mm. – uh, I hadn't quite viewed it in these terms until now, mm. Charles, that you've, you've got people going and gawking on a watery mass grave yes. and thereby potentially consigning themselves to, a, mm. to an elite grave. Oh. It's so not a mass grave, a, a tiny little it, billionaires yes. and experts only grave, potentially. It is It is Titanic too. And what the great thing is, is James Cameron gets to make a sequel. Like, I mean, it's just, it writes itself. And also, can you imagine, like, there will now be tourists wanting to go and view Titanic oh, 2. both the, grave sites. Yes, exactly. Oh, man. So it, it's just going to keep going. Like, I, I think... This has got another 100 years to play out on this story. I want to talk about the CEO of this whole Ocean Gate enterprise. Right. right? So is this, is this the CEO of the business to try and get more people to go yes. on mini-sub tours of Titanic? Yeah, yeah. Uh, his name's Stockton Rush, right? And great his, name. Great name. Great name. Except maybe if you're wanting to sort of be an attention to detail person and, and oh, not yeah. rush. On I imagine but, like a fast-talking yeah. Josh Brolin will play him in the adaptation. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh no, he, he is the Elon Musk of the sea, this guy. Like, oh, wow. he's, he, Give he, Elon five years and Elon Musk will be the Elon Musk of the sea. But anyway. He gave this wonderful report uh, interview on CBS last year where he was just laughing at how unsafe uh, the whole thing was. Um, one detail that's come out uh, just in the last 24 hours or so is that uh, the safety concerns, you know, there were details, things like, um, so the window, there's one window in this little submersible vessel, right, right at the front. Yeah, right. right? So you have to, if you go on it, you pay $250,000 US to go on this submersible and then you've got to take turns in looking out onto the Titanic or wherever really? you so are. Really? So just you pay and, a quarter yeah. of a million dollars for a tiny porthole that you've got to yes. share? Yes, and then, and then there's cameras on the outside, so... You, most of the time you just spend looking at the screen. Um, oh, well, I mean, every modern no- experience has to involve screen time, doesn't it? It's, it's more <laughs> right. real than seeing it with your own eyes. Yeah, exactly. So, But, but the window that um, Stockton Rush put in, the manufacturer of this window refused to safety rate it beyond depths of 1,300 metres. Mm. And this, this submersible has to go down 4,000 metres. So it's like three times as deep as what it was safely able to do. So yes, that's, that's am I right in thinking detail. that underwater pressure uh, escalates in a non-linear fashion? So the, the deeper yes. you go, it's not as though it's three times more pressure. It's dramatically more pressure than that. Oh, I read this fascinating thread uh, written by engineers um, about the engineering sort of like the catastrophe Hubris, that, that is un- well that that, un- that underwater represents right which is so they were asking this astrophysicist engineer like who does space things what the pressures were and he said oh it's nothing like like space is so much easier than the sea because with air pressure 
and the pressure on a vessel, you're dealing in space with pressures between one atmosphere, which is what humans can survive in, mm. and zero atmospheres. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> you've actually only got a little bit of um, pressure to worry about. And actually, all the pressure is coming from the inside, which is really easy to manage. With, um, <laughs> with undersea vessels, when you uh, get to those depths, you're under, it's something like 700,000 tonnes of pressure or something per square inch. It's some ridiculous amount of pressure. And, but the whole thing is that if the structure starts to, you know, collapse or it starts to sort of, you know, not be able to support that pressure, it becomes extremely complicated to model because, um, it, it, it gets crushed, right? And that's a sort of, it's a chaotic thing to happen. Like it collapses mm. in on itself. And so it's sort of almost impossible to model what will happen at these sorts of pressures. So Charles, I'm just it, reading about this at the NIAA website, the US kind of um, atmospheric uh, body. They say that mm. for every 10 metres you descend, there's an extra atmosphere's worth of pressure. So 4,000 <laughs> metres... Yes. You're getting 4,000 times. And apparently whales no, can no, do it because their yeah. lungs collapse. But mm. humans, not so much. So the, the windows were added to 1,300. Now, I'd, I'd just like to pick up the metaphor idea here. Sure. Now, which is, okay, so thousands of people were allowed to board the original Titanic. Yes. Um, and the poor people just didn't get a window. Whereas this time around... There is only one window. Not even the rich people get a window. <laughs> it was such a shitty little experience. Anyway, and then the other great detail that this Stockton Rush guy said in the CBS interview last year was how he, he was boasting about how the whole vessel only has one button. Wow. And, and they use a PlayStation controller. It's literally a Logitech PlayStation controller to, to steer the thing and stuff like that. Like it's literally an off-the-shelf thing that you can buy at a computer store, um, which is actually built in – somebody tracked down the exact model – built in 2005 and was actually originally developed for Windows Me. Do you remember? I the, do remember. I can't Me? believe there's a, a relic of Windows Me that's Me. lost. I mean, it's, yeah. the lives are sad, but that, that, guy, that yeah. controller is the only Windows Windows Me controller on the planet well, that still works. Well, no, it's funny that uh, actually because there were gamers commenting on it saying that that controller notoriously had a lot of drift. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, so you know, who knows? Maybe maybe they'll, they will turn up. They'll just be like, you know, thousands of kilometres somewhere else because of the fucking controller. But um, <laughs> but if they are found, so this is the thing. So, okay, there's, there's, obviously they've run into some troubles. They had the ability to... Uh, release their safety weights, right, which means that they could slowly ascend to the surface, right, and they've got enough oxygen to survive, right. And that's why most of the um, rescue effort has been actually concentrating on Mm, will they they be just floating somewhere. One of the problems that Stockton um, didn't think about is that the Atlantic uh, there is incredibly choppy, very foggy, so the whole thing looks basically white, Right? Like the sea is white because it's choppy yeah. and the air is white because it's foggy. They painted the vessel white. It is a white vessel. <laughs> what a metaphor. <laughs> I know. So it's invisible, yes. essentially, is what yeah. you're saying to It's essentially white. So even white if, but I mean, very yeah. cool at a Puff Daddy party. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and apparently there's no, they didn't have a beacon. They didn't buy a beacon that could then, you know, oh, be Why triggered. would you need a beacon? So, yeah. So um, it's just floating there. And, and the horrible, horrible fact, which I'm sure is metaphorical in some way that I haven't thought about it enough, is that they are bolted in. So the way 
You oh get into gosh. this vessel. Is you all get in? Five of you get in, and then they, they have fourteen massive bolts that they bolt you in with, and so there is no way for them to get out. So they, even if they're bobbing along the surface, they'll be able to see the air. They'll be able to see the sky. Um, or at but least the fog, but not be able to Because when get you're to paying a quarter of a million dollars to go into an ocean vessel, mm. you wouldn't want them to come up with any sort of quick release system. Yes, you know, yes. You, that's, that's not necessary. That's horrible. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. Now, so, you know, you're probably thinking, well, it's a pity, but, you know, you when you're innovating and when you're, at the bleeding edge of things, you know, literally, you do have to break yeah. things. You know, things do go wrong. There are risks. Everyone mm. went in wider, it's open. The only little tiny problem with that narrative is that actually what happened was that the head of marine safety of Ocean Gate in 2018... I'm amazed they have one. Well, they don't have one. Raised concerns about all these issues and a few others. Apparently, mm. there was a whole lot of flammable stuff. They were using flammable things oh, on board, geez. which is apparently a terrible thing to do in a submarine. I um, think so. And, and so he tried to to raise the alert on all this, and Ocean Gate's CEO Stockton Rush sacked him. Right, and then he he had a prolonged lawsuit against Ocean Gate, and it was a whistleblower lawsuit, and. Part of the whole thing was part of the rest things that he was seeking, which he ultimately didn't get because Ocean Gate's lawyers were, you know, better funded than this poor whistleblower. Um, was he wanted the people, the customers, to be informed of all the safety problems with this vessel, like the the rating of the, you know, the. Mm. Non-rating of the windows and the and the controller the and the lack of beacon and the bolts and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I think I think if I was bolted into a submarine, I'd pay a quarter of a million dollars, and I saw that it was being piloted with a, a Logitech gaming controller. <laughs> I think I'd ask to do one, do the bolts, and get the fuck out of there, <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. So anyway, so I just thought, like, presumably you'll hear a lot of, of stuff about this in mm. the coming days. And look, we but hope they it, survive because I want to hear the yeah. story of what the hell it was oh, like. Yes. Oh, it would make a brilliant uh, – I mean, it'll make a brilliant horror movie either way, won't it? I mean, it's just I, – do you suffer from claustrophobia? I'm, I'm the world's worst claustrophobic. I like, don't normally, no way but I, I think this would be the experience <laughs> that made me realise I had it. I mean, being there bolted might, into this tiny tin can – what do they do about mm. going to the bathroom? I know it's an indelicate question, but are they just all basically shitting next to each other for five days? Well, days? I, I, um, on on the there is a there is a small toilet, yes, right. Um, on the CBS thing, they, they oh, show okay. you where where there's a. All right, so they can move around thing. inside it. There's 14 bolts yeah. that keep them inside the vessel. I thought it's, they were, but, thought they were bolted into their chairs. <laughs> oh no, no, they're like bolted, they're bolted into ride. the vessel. Right. No, no, it's a it's a um. It's like a minivan. Um, oh, okay. Uh, it, it's about the size of a minivan, so they can move. You can move around in it. Although apparently it's very uncomfortable because you've got to sit along the side, and the side is 
is curved. Oh. So you sort of end up sort of crouching the whole time. So <clears throat> anyway, uh, and I'll just leave you with this thought, which is that um, this comes a few days after uh, a – you know how we were talking about uh, fashions in killer whale co- um, colonies? Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, so the latest fashion in orca colonies is to attack rich yachts, right? I've heard so, of this, yeah. Yeah, so there's been several, you know, multi-million dollar fancy yachts who've been attacked in the last week. Another metaphor. Uh, yes. Um, but, a, but a pot of orcas was seen uh, swimming just near oh, that wow. submersible. Um, <laughs> just We're knocking that on thing. the glass. So I'm just saying there's, there's a whole conspiracy theory angle to this that um, is yet to come out, but I think the orcas did it, Dom. Wow. Well, well, what an extraordinary episode this is. Charles, this has been fascinating. I didn't know all these details. I'm just looking at the New York Times website just to date date this, just to prove that they're not dead yet as we record this. And the top story on their live blog of the event, Mm. very big story on the New York Times website, industry leaders had significant concerns about Titanic tourist sub. Mm. Uh, And it's basically just explaining in detail that everyone thought it was a death trap, basically. Um, so, So, yeah, that's... That's I mean, good. look, if we're being a little bit sort of cynical about it, you know how, you know, there is an argument to say that billionaires shouldn't exist. Sure. Well, they're it, doing their darndest. It, it feels like they're doing their darndest. I think we might, it might be a self-solving problem. Well, um, give the orcas a chance. I don't, know that, <laughs> I don't know that they're going to be able to bring down Jeff Bezos's half a billion dollar yacht that he just uh, every time I think about ordering Amazon now I just remember Jeff Bezos's yacht and think I just can't I just can't give yeah, that man nah, more money you can't. but if anyone can bring them down competitors can't do it but I think the Yorkers <laughs> might have might find a way well there you go that's uh, yeah anyway and and so I suppose my final point is you know as you hear all this con- you know all these theories over the coming weeks and mm. the idea that, well, you know, they went in eyes wide open. I think the point is they didn't. Like literally these customers, it was like they were being sold a Tesla and they weren't told that it keeps crashing and self-exploding on the road and stuff like that. And I'm just remembering that Elon Musk uh, offered those poor people stuck in the cave a mini submarine. Do you remember? Uh. Now, yes. that would be the one vessel that makes this one look seaworthy, I'm thinking. <laughs> just wait till Elon learn, launches underwater mm. test load or come in. I th- look, I, I'm waiting for Elon to launch a ridiculous takeover offer for Ocean Gate any day now. Yes, and surely he should be mounting a rescue mission for his fellow billionaires. Anyway, Charles, well, fascinating he did, he, story. He, he, did, he did actually tweet out that... Uh, they're using Starlink internet to coordinate the rescue mission because it's the only internet you can oh, get yeah. out, out in the middle of the Atlantic. So that, um, and Charles, I just hope we don't have to take this episode down in a few hours yes. when they find the submarine under very tragic circumstances with a telltale sort of orca signature orca. Yeah, on, on the cracked right. glass. I, for one, welcome our orca overlords. Our guru is from Rogue. We're part of the Iconoclast Network and that's, yeah. anyway, that's, that's all. <laughs> See ya. Welcome, Orcas. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.